Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. I'm here with Vincent of Drew Hi guys, hello, hello. So were you born in Netherlands? Or? Yes, yeah, yeah. I was born in the Netherlands. Where um, in Netherlands? In Amsterdam actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, big city. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was, it, it was like a smaller um, area though. It was called the, the Belmer. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah. It's what cool, was it cool like place. there? Um, it was cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, I, I moved a lot, actually, so my parents, uh, they got separated when I was young. Mm. Um, and my mom moved a lot because of work from my stepdad. Uh, oh, what were they in? Um, my mom and my, my, my parents' parents are both drummers, jazz percussionists. So they were doing, like, jazz your whole life, pretty much, like, since you were yeah. born, or? Yeah, 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 that's how they met, actually, too. What they, a, uh, was it, like, a more of a band, or, like, how, how were they... How was their career like? Um, my dad was a teacher at the conserv uh, conservatory um, jazz music in Amsterdam. Yeah. And my mom was uh, actually uh, a student of his. That's how they <laughs> met. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So they were just playing a lot of jazz kind of like in the house, mostly when you were yep. growing up. So yep. you know all the like composers and everything. Well, yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd like to think so. <laughs> well. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that much. I just heard a lot, I guess. Yeah. And then you also played some instruments growing up too, right? I played trumpet. Yeah. yeah. Was yeah. that something that you liked yourself? Like, did you choose it or did they just choose it for you? I chose it. Yeah. At first, I did. Uh, I tried to play drums too, but my hand-feet coordination is not that good. <laughs> so I uh, kind of messed up with that. And yeah, the trumpet... I really like melodies and all that, so that's that really gravitated. Yeah. yeah, I gravitated to that. Were you also in like orchestras or was yeah. it just kind of, yeah? <laughs> I was in this um, uh, what is the American or equivalent of that? It's like a yeah brass band kind of. Yeah. And we marched the streets with <laughs> while playing trumpet and and, and all that, so it's like marching band kind of stuff. For your school, or were you like? Uh, no, it was, uh, it was like um, uh, the thing of our village where I was living at, the, at that time. Oh. It was a pretty small village. <laughs> and they had this brass band and every like, um, yeah, every occasion, carnival and stuff like that, we uh, played the streets. Did you like it? Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then how else would you describe yourself back then growing up? Uh, whew. Um, wow, how would I describe myself? Hmm, let me think about that for a second. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure though, like, uh, I went, I, I went through a lot of phases, so, um, I used to, <laughs> there's this brief <laughs> moment in my life that I used to wear like a lot of gothic kind of clothes oh, and yeah? I was listening to Cradle of Filth and all that <laughs> and there was this other time that I was listening to a lot of trans music because trans was hot at that point yeah. 
in the Netherlands, so Chesto and, and all these older legends. Sometimes I was really outgoing, but it was always the... Um, um, yeah, the guy who kind of fitted with all the groups. Mm -hmm. We yeah. just like skipped groups. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Did you like school? Yeah, well... No, that means no. Really. I, I like the people that I was in school with. Yeah. So I, had a, I had a lot of friends. Were like creative subjects your favorite subject, like music and stuff? or? Uh, we didn't actually um, uh, have music in, in my school. Oh. No. We, we did have like drawing and all that and, and arts. So I like that a lot. I also like the... Um, uh, what is that? Like cold in over here, like about the earth and how that was all like the geography. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's geography. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like geography mm -hmm. and uh, <laughs> that stuff. But your dad put like fruity loops on your computer when you were like seven, yeah. right? Oh like, shit! How did he you know even? <laughs> like, how did he even think of doing that? Well, he had a friend uh, who was really in, into uh, a lot of IT stuff, and this was the 90s, so he, this friend, he was like, oh, yeah, let's see if there's, like, software that I give, can give Tom, my dad, um, so he can make music on this computer, and, like, our worlds can collide. So he tried to find that, and he found Fruity, and then I started playing with it, and he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> because he, my dad didn't get Fruity Loops. <laughs> that well, no. But then you started rapping for. Who were you listening to at that point, though? When I started rapping? Yeah. A lot of Dutch hip hop, actually. Um, Dutch hip hop, but also uh, I listened to a lot of Biggie, uh, Wu Tang, a lot of East Coast. Although I do also like the West Coast, but to be honest, I'm more of an East Coast. Like I, I like those organic beats more. Mm -hmm. I guess. Who? So. How did you find this initially? <sighs> school just bears listening to that stuff and yeah was it really popular like hip-hop rap kind of yeah. yeah yeah the netherlands has a it's, it's kind of a big hip-hop culture in the netherlands and we found this soundcloud link <laughs> oh wow you dug that up huh? <laughs> <laughs> what is the story behind this yeah. oh well yeah i i um used to love uh, the hip-hop vibes, but also the early dubstep vibes. Uh, I mean, I, I tried to make some dubstep myself too at some point, and this is kind of the hybrid thing that came yeah. out of that, I guess. It was, fun, it was a lot of fun to make that stuff, but yeah. it's, yeah, it's just a beat. In the end. <laughs> but when you were going by, was it Beat ballistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you came up with that? Uh, I was uh, 16, I think. Yeah. 16, 15, 16, yeah. And was it just you or you do it like with your friends? I did that on my own. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Were you like, were people like listening to it back then? Like no. in the Netherlands? No. No, one? <laughs> no, only like friends of mine and, and, and people that I knew who rapped in yeah. the Netherlands. But for the rest, nobody. <laughs> like, it only has like a couple thousand plays on SoundCloud. And for <laughs> Not that that matters, but yeah, like, I was low key just making that shit in my ba uh, basement and room. Yeah. Wait, that's a different thing. <laughs> uh, it wasn't in my basement. It, was, it looked like a basement, though. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what did you like more about 
producing itself that you wanted to focus on that more than the rap? Yeah, that was the thing. Like I wanted to, um, rapping was, uh, yeah, it, 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 at some point it didn't cut it for me anymore. I just wanted to make more uh, music that evolved more than just a beat with some rap over it. So then I started doing a lot of experimental stuff actually. Mm -hmm. And that's that's about at the same time when I started doing the um, uh, composition and music technology school, which I dropped out of. Yeah. Uh, How did you decide to go to it? Was it HKU? Yes, yeah, yeah, it was. Holy shit. You know, <laughs> oh, you know that. What, why did you decide to go there and um, study music? I wanted to make my career out of music and I didn't know how yet but I wanted to do something with music so I thought uh, maybe like doing music for uh, movies and, and, and games would be nice so I tried that for a while did some gigs here and there uh, nothing big though but um, yeah. it was kind of fun but I couldn't really like put all my ideas into these projects because it was yeah and uh, people wanted me to do something so mm -hmm. it, yeah was the degree something that your parents wanted you to get well yeah it, they were actually very supportive in a way that uh, they said like as, as long as you can provide for yourself then we are all behind it and uh, yeah did it ever occur to you like to after high school just go straight into music that was yeah yeah that was uh, that was my my dream actually to yeah. just go straight in. I was already basically doing it when I was in high school still. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I uh, did like um, <laughs> I was a well not a bad boy in school, but I I wasn't that well with the homework and doing it. So I uh, no I did more music stuff yeah. back then too. Yeah. And then you guys were working on, was it Project Havoc or something? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how uh, Hein and I actually met. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was a, a fashion movie that um, Hein helped uh, to make. And Hein needed, uh, I needed a, um, yeah, sound designer slash composi uh, composer for that project. So he uh, found me. How did he find you? Through another friend, actually, who found my uh, SoundCloud. Oh, so you were like all in the same school? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And then, like, did it just click to you guys? Like, how fast did it click to you that you, <laughs> well, <laughs> that we you were wanted working to make on music it, together? And uh, as, as we were working on it, we were just making stupid jokes, and, and, and then we were like, at some point, really tired of that project, so we started <laughs> making stupid beats and, yeah, freestyled over that and just fucked around with it. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's how the the the, the joke started, <laughs> I guess. The Which got pretty yeah. serious soon. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty, pretty quickly actually. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always know that you wanted to be in a duo, though? No. Like, have you no, ever? I, you I, were never in a duo like before. Yes, I have oh, been in a duo. Yeah, yeah. Um, during the um, while I was still at the composing school, um, there was this other guy I made music with, and. We did a lot of trip-hop kind of things. It was called Fabled Enemies. Mm -hmm. And that project, yeah, it was just a lot of um, experimenting with the tools. And I learned a lot from doing that, actually. Yeah. So it was fun. But in the end, like, it wasn't about to put it out there and, like, 
let people listen to it or something. It was more for us than it was for other people. Mm -hmm. What about Heinz's personality that you wanted to be in a duo with him? We are very different. And I think it's that is actually a very strong um, part of us being a duo that we like complement each other's personalities very well because I'm, I'm very chaotic. I'm super chaotic and Hein is very structured and, and has his things more in order. Um, so yeah, I do more of the music obviously and Hein does more of the visuals which also complements very well, I think. But that's kind of, that's not as common, right? Like one person doing visual. I don't really know that many like duos that one person is like actually does visuals. Normally like, like they outsource the visuals and stuff. Right? Yeah, true. Yeah. True. Yeah, we wanted to like um, make the visual aspect as, as maybe as important as the musical aspect. At least that's um, what we're trying to work towards. That mm -hmm. eventually maybe we can do, I don't know. Like, projects that are more um, combined that combine the two even more than yeah. just like artwork pieces for music or stuff like that. How do you think your relationship has changed over the years? With him? Yeah. Um, in a way it, uh, there became like a big business relationship between us two mm. so we learned to yeah talk in that manner as well as yeah. As being friends too, so. Was that difficult? Not really, actually. It quite it went quite um, naturally. Yeah. yeah. What was the decision to incorporate more of like a everyday sounds or like environmental noises? Yeah, it was. Um, I started doing that with my project uh, Fabled Enemies, and then took that also um, to my project Beat Ballistics. So I was doing that for a long time already. Um, and then it just made sense that I would do that for this project too, because that, as, as, yeah, it's a way that I've been working for, like, yeah, a long time. Now. Yeah. Actually, after dropping out of school, were you like doing a different job? Like, how were you sustaining yourself? Yeah, yeah, I did a, uh, a different job. I did um, work at this um, was some kind of a hospital, and my job was to um, help the people from the side where they stayed, like the, the living quarters, to uh, the therapy quarters. Mm -hmm. So basically what I was doing, I was pushing people in wheelchairs all day oh, while talking yeah. to them. And it was, it was so inspiring too, because yeah. um, I wasn't like, uh, I wasn't a doctor and I wasn't a nurse and I wasn't a therapist. So I was like this in-between guy who you can tell, uh, talk about everything. Yeah, too, you know, life like, coach. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so I really love doing that. Um, it did become hard when I started to do more music on the side as well. So I, I worked like the whole day and then I worked on music till like 3 a.m. Wow. And I did that for a couple of months actually. Yeah. So were that was hard, but yeah. it was worth it too. Were you living with your parents still or did you already move out by then? Uh, I know I was, uh, I was living by myself by then. Yeah. yeah. Was that hard? I guess I don't know how much rent is there, but was it difficult, like living by yourself, sustaining? Yeah, I had a like really, really, really small room. It was only like it wasn't not, it wasn't bigger than like most bathrooms, I'd say. Mm -hmm. So my bed fit in there, and I had a little desk. That was it. Now I paid like three hundred a month. Oh my god, that's so cheap. <laughs> it's super cheap. So that that kind of worked out. Um, this was in Amsterdam. Yeah. Uh, no, or this was in uh, in Hilversum. Oh. 
Yeah, Wait, it's so like you a, moved just for this job there? The my, my school uh, was there, oh. so, and when I dropped out, I had to like make a living some way because yeah. my, um, how do you say that, money that I got from the government to do school, yeah. like, that dropped out, so mm -hmm. I had to do something else. Right. Uh, yeah, and that was in the neighborhood. Yeah. So, and yeah. how did you get the confidence to, after that, like, be able think that you can like focus on music full-time that was a really scary decision actually to stop my job and doing it full-time because like the the hopefulness was there but in the end it's all like it felt like oh shit now I really have to do this I really have to like make this work because otherwise I'll be fucked mm -hmm. and yeah I started to like manically make music and then I was 24-7 making music back yeah. then. Well, where were you guys at by that point? Did you already like locally have people uh, listen or was that already like international or like where, I what think was your yeah stage? we just released CZZ I think. Oh, okay. I'm a bit bird so yeah it was there was something oh. going on it was yeah. Yeah but your parents must have been understanding right they're also like jazz musicians. True so true like... but like they uh, <laughs> they have been struggling in their, in their day Two, and all the thing that, that that was the only thing that they said like um, awesome that you want to do this but know what the struggles can be like yeah and be prepared to like face them because otherwise if you if you're not able to face them then it's not made for you and yeah yeah I've lived by that mm -hmm. tried to live by that. <laughs> how did you meet the paper people initially SoundCloud. Yeah, they SoundCloud, reached out, yeah. right? Like when yeah. you guys were. Yeah, true. Like uh, I had the session with Bo Damien. Um, he's also a Bitbird artist. Okay. He's making really cool stuff right now, um, and he reposted a track of ours, and then Torwald, uh, the one of the owners of Bitbird, saw it. Yeah. And he said to Son, like, "Yo, check these guys out," and yeah, <laughs> that's when it all started, I guess. Yeah. How else were you like promoting ourselves initially? <laughs> we actually bought this spot on an Instagram page uh, for 15 bucks to like be featured on this page yeah. with like, uh, I think they had 100k followers. Yeah. So we were like, oh yeah, this is, a good, this is a good investment. Yeah. Let's spend this 15 bucks so people will see this. And it kind of helped too, but yeah. Well, what was not... the Instagram page? Was it musical? It was must have been musical. It, it was, yeah. It was a very uh, industry page, but <laughs> it was uh, interesting. Like it, it was, it, we tried, we tried. It didn't like. It, it only got us like another thousand plays. I yeah. Think, but... but were you sending yourself to blogs or not um, really? Well, we didn't know how that world worked back then, so yeah. We started knowing about that um, when we met the the Bitbird team and the Hello uh, team. That's so lucky. That's so early on. Already had that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> How has your relationship with them changed over time? Um, I think in the beginning it was like, oh, these are good people. But now, since um, Especially with Son and Tor, they started to become to feel like family to me because we've spent so much time together on tour, yeah. and like we've been on the road for four months straight, and like seeing each other every day for four months, 
like that changes your relationship in a way that, yeah, we felt like we were this, I don't know, I, I'm, it felt like, it felt good. It, it was <laughs> nice, it was nice, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Do you ever have like concerns of being too like pigeonholed into like Bitbird? I'm not really worried about that because um, in the end, like, I'm so behind what Bitbird is doing right now that it doesn't feel constricting or like, mm. um, uh, yeah, there, Bitbird doesn't have any boundaries. So it feels actually like they, these people understand um, that music can be a lot of things and, and um, that it doesn't have to be this particular sound to be successful or, yeah, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's less industry and a lot of other places in this industry are more of that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So, um, no, I, I really like their vibe, mm -hmm. so I'm not like concerned about uh, yeah. being too much attached to that. Mm -hmm. And then, have you been like DJing before? Because I know like Heinz has like visa issues, but then have you, is that common that you've like DJed solo or? Nope, <laughs> I didn't. No, no, no. I, I maybe DJed once before. <laughs> yeah. What was that like then? <laughs> uh, it was oh a God. different world. Like DJing in general, it's it's such a different world uh, that I'm used to. I love it though. I love to. Uh, I did do a lot of like trumpet uh, performances and also um, yeah. I rapped in front of my school a lot. <laughs> so during all the like Christmas events at school I was always the guy who was there to do his little raps and shit <laughs> <laughs> so you're kind of used to the solo attention I love attention. the stage I, that's I do love the stage but like the tools of like the CDJs it's still kind of new to me so still uh, trying to find my way in it yeah wow. um, oh my camera's getting blown away oh shit <laughs> wow that oh LA weather yeah I'm like holding it guys <laughs> How do you think your music has changed since the early songs you made? Uh, hmm. I feel like it's less trappy than it used to be. Mm -hmm. um, more melodical. But was there a turning point for that? or? I think CCC was a pretty... Uh, yeah, that was yeah. actually the turning point. Because before that, it was all like, yeah, more trappy vibes. Mm -hmm. And less less melodic and harmonic. Mm -hmm. So you want to get more like melodic also in the future, or? Um, I want to switch it up again a little bit, like uh, do some more bangers and some some more melodics in between too. But the thing is, when you make a lot of bangers, um, you're getting better at making bangers. But if you make a lot of melodic music, like it's hard to make bangers again. Mm, okay, in, in a way, that, yeah. because it's it's like a you really have to get into that way of working too I guess at least I do mm -hmm. so but I'll try I yeah. mean like <laughs> I, I like bangers sometimes <laughs> I like bangers <laughs> how do you think you've grown as a person since when you were younger um mm, wow that's an existential question <laughs> it gets more difficult <laughs> I love it I love it um I think um I saw a lot of things when I started doing, since I've started doing this, and I saw a lot of people, saw a lot of places, and it made me realize that, um, yeah, a lot of things are just 
perceptual. Uh, wait, how do I phrase Perce this? Yeah, that's not a good word, is it? I'm not sure. Wait, okay, so it broadened my perception of what other people's lives are, how other people's yeah. lives are, mm -hmm. in a way that um, I kind of, it felt like I kind of stepped out of my own bubble and, or made my own bubble bigger, I guess. Yeah, I see that. No, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it, I, I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you say have been your biggest challenges? Um, trying to get enough sleep mm -hmm. is definitely a big <laughs> challenge. Um, yeah. Decent food. <laughs> also, trying to stay balanced. That's a mm -hmm. that's a challenge. Like with all the like, one day can be a really crazy day with like crazy shows and, and a lot of attention, and the next day I'm sitting at back home in my room and and nothing's happening. So that balance and how I feel about that that's that's a challenge mm -hmm. in the end. Maybe I'll, it's something to get used to at least. What does success look like to you? being able to inspire people with things that inspire me. And this question I asked, and he had an interesting answer, but what does love mean to you? No. <laughs> um, I've talked to Son about this subject a lot. <laughs> this is so funny because I interviewed um, like Haley also, and he was like, he literally said the same thing. This is all Son talks about love. But there is, it's such <laughs> an interesting subject too. Like, Especially um, when you're on the road so much, love is, get, it's, it's a hard thing to maintain a relationship or to yeah. build a relationship even. And um, yeah, like I, I'm, I don't think that I'm able to build a relationship at this point in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, I really haven't had any longer relationship than like one month mm -hmm. before so yeah ever well yeah how about like love in general love in general could be like familial love from your family or friends or how, <clears throat> how i feel about that or or like what is love in terms of like family or friends mean to you um it means um, more feeling at home uh, with someone, with mm -hmm. a person. Yeah. And feeling at ease, I believe. Like, I can like someone a, a lot, but um, I think it turns to love when you can be with that person for more than a year, just like without having, well, of course, when you love somebody, you also have troubles and issues. Yeah. Uh, but, um, if the connection is there that much that you can easily resolve those things and still feel at ease and at home and like you can trust this person with everything you have and know, that is what love should be, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, I hope I will reach that point one day, but I'm, I'm like my love is, is, is with the, with the, with the family and friends that I have back yeah. home at this point. Mm -hmm. So I uh, always really love, like looking forward to seeing them again and all that. Yeah. yeah. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm really killing you today. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. 
Um, I think um, I would love it if people remembered me as just me, actually, just like a, uh, I don't know, I don't know, wait, so what do I want, oh man, um, I think in the end if I make music, music um, that people can create memories with, then these memories, um, yeah, I guess, oh, that sounds so fucking corny. <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah, it's kind of true though. I mean, um, music is for me like, uh, it's a language that cuts through linguistic aspects. Mm -hmm. So if I'm able to reach people and cut through a lot of uh, yeah, like bullshit that. and mm -hmm. just like touch them emotionally, that, that would, if that, if I can help that, and, and establish that with my music, that would be my goal. And if I were to be remembered for that, that would be like the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, I love that. It's yeah. awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye, guys.